This is Living in the Past um, for another episode. We are a podcast that goes to the 90s um, month by month. We're in our 1991 season and it is May 1991. Um, as always, I have my co-host Ben. Hello. And we have a guest. We have more friends. Yay. <laughs> Please welcome uh, Danny Dubois. Hi. Yay. I had this idea. I was trying to fall asleep last night. If we did like a barbershop quartet, hello. <laughs> okay. But we need another person. Well, we can do three. Do you want to try? Hello. 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 Hey. <laughs> oh, we were supposed to carry out the O's. I cut short. That still works. That still works. Well I like done. it. It's a new thing. <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank welcome you for coming. Thank yeah. you for having me. Um, I suppose since you're the first episode on here, like the 90s, like what do they mean to you? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Uh, well, I guess the 90s for me, I was five six ish to 15 16 ish so yep. i guess there were pretty important years the formative years yeah. yeah formative years for sure so lots of things happened i became a sister for the first time in 91 okay so that was a pretty important year so i'm the youngest of my family so what's so <laughs> i've never experienced having someone younger than me in the family mm-hmm. so like how was that at the time do you remember like was it like get out of my world or you're like (laughs) (laughs) i think i was pretty excited i was seven when he was born okay cool yeah i was sort of probably used to having everything all to me and all of a sudden having to share some attention was probably a bit challenging to begin with and was there any more after that oh i have two half sisters from another relationship okay cool all right so yeah and you got three four i have have three siblings three siblings yeah yeah so, yeah, so we're, yeah, we're all big families. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, being the youngest, I think, like, I still get cop shit from my sister and my brothers as being, like, the, the favoured one. And we know that you were Ooh. the favoured one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well documented that I got what I wanted. We'll, we'll get into my impression of you as a young lad later. Yeah, <laughs> um, before we get into the 90s, uh, let's just um, take a break and see what we're listening to and looking at and doing stuff. So it's called Living in the Now. So, what um, have you seen? Anything? Any movies? Any books? Any podcasts? Anything? What are you looking? What are you reading at the moment? Um, what am I reading at the moment? I just finished. I'm part of a book club at the moment, so oh. I just finished reading *The Virgin Suicides*. Oh, is it good? Uh, I've seen the movie. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. I feel like I'm going to enjoy the movie more than the book. Sophia oh. Coppola. Yeah, movie. and um, when you didn't enjoy the book? No, I didn't really enjoy Ooh. the book. Controversial, I know. Spoilers, book club. The soundtrack was done by that group Air. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's so good. I love that. Yeah, I love Air. See, I had the soundtrack. Yeah, but I never watched the movie. Everyone has a soundtrack. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's yeah. I I don't remember it. It's Kirsten Dunst, I think. And Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, What are you? What are you ingesting? Um, (laughs) Actually, talk about ingesting. I tried something new for the first time. I'd never had kombucha before. Oh, and I kind of like it. Um, I had a cola one. Cause like oh, I, I don't like sugar. Like I don't eat, drink a lot of sugar, but I really wanted cola. So I was looking at, oh, I, was, yeah. I was in this drink section and I was like, oh, this hasn't got much sugar in it. Like kombucha cola. And it's actually, it was pink. That was the only thing I was like, was I, I poured it out and I'm like, oh, that's not cola. <laughs> that's creaming soda. <laughs> <laughs> and then I drank it and I was like, and everyone said it's, it's like gross. And like people were like, you know, spat it out and stuff. I'm like, it's fine. The cola one or just kombucha in general? Kombucha in general, I suppose. But I mean, I suppose like I've got to go through the flavors now and see. There's a lot of varieties. Mm. Are you, do you guys drink it or? 
if someone gives me one, I'll drink it. Okay, mm, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's very good for you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I felt good about it. Yeah. <laughs> I felt good about trying something. Are you going to take it up now here and there? Or is yeah, I was in the shops today and I was like, I didn't know how expensive it was. Like it's... Like, yeah, I like one I bottle. have it when someone gives it to me. Yeah, one bottle of it was like five bucks for like a 330ml. I'm like, oh. don't like it that much. Come on. Yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> Although like, like Danny said, like it's good for you. Mm. And it's not just like a treat sort of thing. It's, yeah, you know, okay. There's more to it than just a drink. I might be able to talk myself into it. <laughs> this is good. This is for you. Just, yeah, just treat yourself occasionally. It's a, it's a probiotic, isn't it? Or is it a yeah, it's got, gut, it's got yeah. gut stuff in it. Gut stuff. Yeah. Got to have a healthy gut. Um, apart from that, um, I just picked up a book from the library called um, uh, Women versus Hollywood, which is really cool. It's like mm. um, about women also for, like throughout the years from like the early like the 40s to now, but it's also behind the camera too. So like it's, it's hard to find books like he's books about actresses and stuff like that. This is like about like camera operators and directors and writers and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Was um, it like, did it go from basically none in the 40s and slowly get more and more? Yeah. <laughs> the first part of the book's just blank. <laughs> and then it gets... 1940, a woman was spotted on set. I don't know why she said, was Hey, there. you, get up here then. <laughs> uh, so, okay, cool. Um, let's move on to, let's go back to 1991. Okay, not a lot of stuff happened in <laughs> this month that I found. Are you sure? Uh, well, okay, um... I don't know, like this one in particular, I was like looking back at my notes, I'm like, I only put like one thing that happened, then I sort of found a few other things. So I'll go through it. The biggest thing that happened is that, and I found out this is pretty interesting. There's a thing in, in Australian politics called the Kirribilli Agreement. Have you ever heard about that at all? I have, but I can't tell you anything about it. Okay, so basically it's like, from what I can work out, it's when an older uh, prime minister goes like, I don't think... People are going to like me for like you know how we can do a bunch of different terms like we don't have to stop at two terms they can do like three or four terms right yeah so Bob Hawke was like I'm going to win this next term but I don't think I want to be prime minister he said to Paul Keating like you can take over from me but don't tell anyone about it until it's like the secret agreement of basically push giving your power to your deputy and no one knows about it except for like the witnesses of this agreement and like it's just like a transition of power. And the reason this one's interesting is because and Paul Keating went out before, like last year in 1990, he came out and said Bob Hawke's like, he trashed him in this, like, in this speech. And then Bob Hawke's like, well, I don't want you to do it. Oh, this, this agreement's done now. He's like, well, no, it can't be done. It's an agreement that's been signed and stuff like that. So, they didn't, like, so Labor was just like in tatters and no one liked Bob Hawke. And then later on this year, like in this season, when we get to December, like they, Paul Keating eventually did take over. But it just like... This was the start of people like doing musical chairs with being the prime minister. It's just I love how the theme of the nineties is just nothing has changed. Yeah, like, <laughs> Labor is still in tatters. Yeah, it's thirty years later. This is pretty much what started that all. So it was just yeah. So I found that pretty interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, um, do you remember the French nuclear tests? I remember this only because like Godzilla nineteen ninety eight when that came out. They were like. <laughs> But like I remember, like they were like doing heaps of nuclear tests, like right in the nineties, like in this like mm-hmm. um this beach near them or something like that. Do you remember? I remember that? an ad, and it was a lady's behind, and it had the French flag painted on it. Yeah, yeah. And it was you know this political. That's no good, you French people. Why are you doing this? Oh. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, what's France doing? Why have they got nuclear weapons? Like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't suit them at all. And then. Obviously, they did it to a bunch of iguanas and it turned into Godzilla in 1998. And then Matthew oh, yeah. Broderick came in and saved us all. 
Is that why they did it? Don't kill her! Yes, that's actually a line from the movie. (laughs) I can't wait for 1998 season. Um, At the time, the world's largest burrito was made. Wow. 1,126 pounds. See, that's why I'm here. This is what I want to It looked gross. There's a picture I found of it, and it's like... Because you know a burrito. There's a reason... Was it just beans and, like, chili? No, it's meat and stuff. Lettuce and tomato and... But you know, burritos are usually wrapped in foil for a reason because, like, a burrito doesn't look that great. <laughs> yeah, they it's look like, like that um, <clears throat> creature that comes out of the sand in Star Wars. Yeah, the pretty much. Yeah, worm. yeah. So it's like it's like a June worm, just like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Tasty June worm, though. The spelling bee was one in America, and I'm going to test you too, because oh, no. the word was the word is <laughs> <laughs> antiparetic. Antiparetic. Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> I am asking you to spell the word antiparetic. <laughs> oh, that's a Yeah, <laughs> we go. Ben, you can go first. I feel like it's there's some sort antiparetic. Of... Okay. I, I love saying it. Have you got it in front of you? I do. A N T I. Yep. P E R I T I C. That is incorrect. Danny, oh, you your turn. A N T I P. A R E T I C. You're both incorrect, unfortunately. Is it one of those stupid like A A N T I P Y R E T I C, and it is the uh. drug you give to someone who's having a fever. It's an anti-fever medication, which oh, is kind of weird when you're asking kids. It's like antipyretic, the thing that you should know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, the Queen went to DC too, and George Bush took her to a baseball game, and she did not like it. <laughs> You know something funny about the Queen? What? Um, apparently she's not racist. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Should we address that? <laughs> no, just, um, I forgot to mention when you asked what I was doing now, that's, that's been what I was doing now. I don't... I See, I didn't catch the interviews. Did you catch the interviews? So, like, the Megan and... Harry. Harry? So, what? I did. Can you explain? Because yeah. one of my favourite podcasts, uh, they did a deep dive on Princess Diana. Who was that? Um, you're wrong about. Oh, cool. Yeah. So now, for some reason, I'm interested in the royal family. Fair yeah. So I had to watch this interview, and um, yeah. so basically, they said that I, I got the thing I got was that they didn't want a baby that was not black, white. Not white. Well, they questioned what would the baby look like. The implication, of course, being that they, they yeah, because no one ever that. asks that. That also also implies that they just might not know how a baby works. It's like, what will it look like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've been in this palace for a very long time. I don't know what the hell things work. Stars and Stripes or a Union Jack? <laughs> um, my wife has just actually started watching The Crown on her sister's... Um, so I've, I've come... Every, every time I sort of walk into our bedroom, like um, I'm just getting like a bit of aristocracy. Sort of. Mm. That's how it came up today. Uh, my sister said she'd been watching it and she said, in the series, they show Philip to be charmingly racist. Oh, yeah, yeah. And someone else in my family said, they're not racist. It was the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I wish I'd said racism doesn't wear a watch. But I've said it now, so you can feel free to use that. Okay. Maybe you just direct into this episode and they can... I will. Yeah, okay. She keeps asking where to listen to it. Okay. Um, Yeah. The the thing about... Have you watched The Crown? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of just staring at each other with like... (laughs) Every time I walk in, like, this sort of like just... Faint music and two people from the crowd of rooms sort of staring at each other just like this. What else are they going to do? Just like this, dick. 
<laughs> get him walking and just and i just bombard my wife christian's like who's that why do they hate each other who's that who's that he kind of looks like prince charles is that prince charles and then she throws something at me and i leave is there any babington games involved yet is it babington is babington a big thing i think it's pretty british is it po- isn't it? polo horse polo is that what yeah, it's called? Oh, be horse. oh polo yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like a badminton's a very english game yeah no you're thinking about um with the hammers and no such. i'm definitely thinking about badminton <laughs> No, you're wrong. <laughs> you're thinking about... What's the kill croquet? Uh, I wasn't thinking about that, but I guess that's something. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that's all I've got. Unless... I, I don't know if you're going to cover it in sports. I've got some sports. Uh, I mean, I guess you can have some sports news. Michael got Jordan it. got MVP for the season of basketball. Oh, okay. Of the basketball. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't cover awards for that. No. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so let's go on to sports. <laughs> are you Danny, a sports you person sports? are you a big sports i am not a sports person but okay no. did you have like okay did you have a team that your family went for that like, they were dragged along to so for afl the crows okay definitely yep. and my grandma she was an sanfl fan so it was like the red legs oh and, okay cool yeah, so it was no. always football and in the house and then no, my grandpa was yeah. a west coast eagles fan Ooh. so they would have to be in separate rooms of the house <laughs> if they were playing each other it was oh man um, Norwood's a nice place to go to though Like I don't really care for football But when my mates used to like So even into my 20s I'm like I like the spectacle <laughs> I like going I just like eating pies and beer Outside Being outdoors, yeah. yeah I'm just like I'm doing something I'm not watching Law and Order For, yeah, enough, for an evening like... I'm thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> Because watching football at home Or at the ground Is kind of the same thing It's like watching an episode or something Just you're outside So it's more socially acceptable but if you go to a big game it's you get atmosphere you get a lot more atmosphere mm. you get fights you get liquids poured on you you get racist comments from other spectators yep oh but it's just the lucky. time just I, banned. I used to stand in the family front friendly zone you know how they got them now for the SNFL yeah if you stand that's you're not supposed to swear they still do of course they do I once got invited to um, watch like I think it was the Stanley Cup but it was on in Canada, obviously. So in Australia, like it, it was on at like, like four o'clock in the morning. Oh, fun! But they made all this like really good American food, um, and then I did not watch any of the game. I just set up the table basically and just ate <laughs> ate hot wings and like. And I think I was I was not invited back again because like didn't really get into the festivities. But like, there's pizza and ribs. <laughs> Really? I heard you went into a restaurant and you ate all the food in the restaurant <laughs> and they had to close the restaurant. There was heaps of those donuts there. I got donuts at five o'clock in the morning. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it keeps <sighs> you awake as well. Good. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, sports. Yeah. I was going to be a bit more official this month mm-hmm. um, and like go through actual results like it's the news. Um, that would be interesting. really liked Yeah, that would be really that. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, aside from that, there's too much, and I can't be bothered. So I'll just say that Richmond beat Collingwood by 57 points. Okay. Um, well, that's big news. Is it? I don't know. Oh, it made right. me happy. Um, so, like in better news, uh, Bulls uh, wiped Detroit out of the East Conference Finals. LA defeated Portland out of the West Conference Finals. So they would play each other in the NBA Finals. Okay. This is a sports thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Pittsburgh won the Stanley Cup, I did defeating that, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. North Stars. How weird is that? I know. We'll hear a bit uh, later. 
Uh, French Open was won by Jim Courier and Monica Sellis. Golf tennis. <laughs> we know what Monica Sellis did. <clears throat> exactly. You know what Monica Sellis did, right? No. She was the one that grunted every time she hit a thing. Oh. And everyone's dad was like, why does she do that? She's playing tennis. Yeah. There's effort involved. It is. The European Cup final, which I think became the Champions League, okay. happened. Uh, Red Star Belgrade? Belgrade, I don't know. I think they defeated Marseille 5-3 on penalties. UEFA Cup final happened. Inter defeated Roma 2-1. The <laughs> Sorry. Keep not, going. It's not better news. All right. Okay, so the good stuff. I, I came last week, I came with a soccer player that had a cocaine problem. That's my news. That's what you need to do. Find the drug problems. That's interesting sports news. Um, okay. <laughs> I did have some exciting news about, about soccer because the women's championship was on. Yeah. New Late Zealand, cocaine. Australia and Papua New Guinea. <laughs> oh. Just those three. Just those three. Guess what happened? Papua New Guinea Everyone won. pumped Papua New Guinea with goals. Oh. It was terrible. Uh, they all played each other twice. New Zealand scored 28 goals against Papua New Guinea. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Australia scored 20 goals. Isn't that a them. mercy rule? Like, if you get to 10, no. you're like, just stop. No, because it's then the uh, the top of the table, it's on goal difference. Oh, oh okay. Because Australia and New Zealand obviously is going to pummel this poor little nation. So whoever beats them by the most. Um, I also mentioned the men's ice hockey last month. Um, what, 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 have, what was that? The men's ice hockey. Was that the midget thing? No, this is the regular. World there was. I'm not being. I'm not being mean to little people. There was uh-huh. a thing called the, the National Midget Championships, but it had nothing to do with little people. That is, used the word midget for no reason. Okay. I think it was instead of junior or, I don't know. Yeah, it was very odd. Sorry, I had to make that because yeah, just just because <laughs> it just makes me sound like a total dick. Um, lastly, in sports, uh, Kentucky Derby can eat my balls. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, take that Kentucky Derby. <laughs> That's the horse race, yeah? yeah? Okay, cool. Go with the cocaine next time. All right, go on to movies. Okay, so there's a few. I know that we've um, all uh, watched a, bit, a few of the movies, um, but I'll just go through the, what was released. Uh, One Good Cop, FX2, Truly Madly Deeply, What About Bob, Backdraft, Hudson Hawk, only the, only the Lonely, Thelma and Louise, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken and Soap Dish. Double <laughs> Soap Dish. Soap Dish. Ugh. It's got a very, very problematic trans storyline in that movie. That's oh, like, wow. yeah. Because <laughs> I, was, I was about to watch it and then I was looking at the reviews. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> and then I sort of flicked through. I'm like, yeah, it's really bad. It's like the, the, it's like the butt of the whole movie's joke is, is that oh. they, this guy had to kiss someone who was a trans. Oh. And like, there was, yeah. Anyway, um, I always go first. What do you What do you guys watch? What movies did you watch? I watched Dang. Thelma and Louise. I was so excited to have the opportunity to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. Do you How like it? You, you loved it? it. It's been several years. Okay. I think the last time I watched it, I had no idea what feminism was, or I must mm. have been quite young. So I was very excited to rewatch it. I loved it. I yeah. forgot how badass these girls are. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so good. Did you watch it too? I did. I look. I. I Taking away from anything else, I was because I, I hadn't um, watched it since maybe I was like a teenager on TV. Like I had seen it, for, hadn't seen it for ages. It's a really good looking film. Like all the set, like all the the no, the scenery, the like scenery and all stuff. Is, and it's like yeah. the color, like the color of orange and red is sort of running out through it. Like it's, it's yeah. all bright and nice. It's not really, but then when it gets down and gritty, it's too good. But I was, just, yeah, it's a really good looking movie. Um, and man, 
It's so fun to watch. Like, I really wanted to watch it again as, as when I turned it off. I had I forgot that Shooter McGavin was in this movie. Um, Christopher McDonald plays Thelma's husband. Um, and, man. That's Michelson? Or Michael Madsen? Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibly, apart from the time that he, that he sort of let his temper get the better of him, probably the only likable Michael Madsen role that I can remember. Like, he's usually mm. like a piece of shit. Yeah. And this one, he's actually not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty decent guy in this film. Yeah, yeah. 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 Harvey Cartel. Ah, oh, he's the worst. He's great in this. Oh, Again. We're going to save those poor little girls. Oh. Who's going to help them? I don't know. I, I think I, they're I... doing fine, Harvey. Just stay out of it. <laughs> and we're not doing fine, but. Yeah, but they don't need this guy. But I think it was, you know, they were kind of, obviously they were running from this crime that they committed and then they were running from the law and it was kind of indicative of the the patriarchal issue yeah. with the law and he was sort of the good guy in the law. If, if that, it sort of it just showed that not only were they in trouble with the law, like they said, oh, you know, who's going to believe us yeah. that this is what happened to us? Yeah. We, we don't live in this kind of world where we can say, hey, this guy tried to rape me and I was defending myself. Yeah. But then he was also part of that system as well because he wasn't able to say, hey, guys, you know, let's give these these women a little bit more time or let's give them the yeah. sort of the doubt or what, let's not just all train all the thousands of guns on them at the end when mm. you know we're, we're having this big standoff let's how's about we try a different way well the most he could do is yeah like just try to get in the way of a sniper i mean yeah. there should have been way more stuff he could have done yeah that's <laughs> like my run also wasn't necessary uh, i watched i watched harvey cartel on slow moon <laughs> um also, my how, favorite my favorite moments um because yes. like because it's i i think it's Thel- i think it's thelma's film like i really think it's it's her film mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i love her transition from the start to the finish. Um, but I also like how giddy she is when she gets some from Brad Pitt and she's yeah. like and she's just and she's having breakfast with like Louise and she's like <laughs> she's all sort of giddy I about totally it. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> and look, if I had just done what Brad Pitt had done with me, I'd probably be giddy too. But yeah. like yeah, like it's that and also the bit where she just like turns like when she goes and robs the place. Cause the 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 CTTT TV that yep. you, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's, and she's so cool and calm. Yeah, and she's like saying please. They say please and thank you throughout the entire thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Like it's just it just shows they're not they didn't want to be. In I this also didn't realize how good Gina Davis was. Like I loved A League of Their Own mm. and she's amazing, but I didn't realize that these are almost opposite characters. Mm. Yeah, Gina Davis at the start, Gina Davis at the end. Obviously, yeah, she but, changes, but. In League she's of Their so Own, good. she comes out and she's already like bad, badass sort yeah. of thing. Like um, this one. This is a her film a sequel. Yeah. She originally wanted the role of Louise. Yeah, I don't think that would have. Yeah. 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 See, she could have done that piece of cake. It was supposed to be Michelle Pfeiffer and I can't. Oh, um, Michelle Pfeiffer and Sansa Lambs. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. They're supposed to be that. Ah. And the the guy wanted um Francis Dick McDormand. To play Louise, which I think would have oh, been really good. She would have been great. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine her not as an angry old woman, though. <laughs> She's, yeah, that's what she does. Um, She's so good at that. Like, the last few films I've seen her, that's... She's... Like, three billboards. Three billboards. And, yeah. yeah. Um, did you watch anything else out of this? Uh, I also watched Backdraft. How was that? It was good. 
Yeah, going from one film that has like predominantly two female characters to uh, a film that has no women in it whatsoever. Excuse me. <laughs> Rebecca De Mornay and yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee. It's a very. I remember watching it, it on TV and it's just like, oh, like. I really liked it as a kid. I'm not entirely sure why. I really, yeah, you used to always have like, Backdraft's cool. I'm like, Are you I thought it was cool. It seemed long too. Yeah, it's, it is too long. It's I do have a big hours. thing about long films at the moment. <laughs> I think everything was long in the 90s. Everything mm. I was researching in preparation for coming today was long. All the video clips were long. All the movies were long. Yeah. Everything's so goddamn long. We had so much time. Apparently. But I also <laughs> like how the fact with Phil and Louise, like they, they go from like the credits to on their trip within like 10 minutes. Like they actually get onto the trip pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's then like the rest of it. Like, and it's like, a, it's like a two hour movie. That's cool. But like I, it kept my interest but yeah I've, I've noticed that they get into the action more but then they just stay there for like a did you also mm. notice in the bar scene there's a song playing I and the guy was like Matt Dillon I do okay <laughs> um do you remember it? yes yeah yeah it's the perfect I'm assuming Simpsons came I'm pretty sure it came after season three yeah Merlene yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. your wife don't understand you but I do yes they're almost identical a lot of the music in that, because I had I watch it with subtitles because my ears are fucked. Um, and um, um, a lot of because and because it shows up on the subtitles like what the song lyrics are, heaps of it tracks through the film to what they're going through. Oh, def- yeah, oh. I noticed that. Too. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. just like oh, this is about, like when they're in. Um, I think they're just they're about they just called the cops on the phone. They're sitting in like and it's like it's like the song really like reflects how like, what they're going through and it's like yeah, that's it's very clever. Cool. Yeah. Having said that. This the soundtrack for Thelma and Louise is the one soundtrack I would never ever ever want to hear. That's true. Ever yeah. Again. Oh, it's it's honky tonk country. Is. Like it's yeah. yeah, it's not good. That's the one thing. That's like everyone talks about grunge, but the nineties. I was watching this uh, doco the other day about the nineties. Country came back big in the nineties, and it was like yeah. this thing that you should see some of the crowds at like Garth Brooks and all that. God, it's like let's just kind of forget it happened. <laughs> Let's let another podcast <laughs> have a... Um, did you watch any other, any other movies? No, no. sorry. Um, I... Can I just mention a little crossover with yes. Backdraft and Thelma and Louise? Okay. Mr. Baldwin. Mm. Uh, William? Okay. I'm pretty sure was in Backdraft. One of the Baldwins yeah, is in Backdraft. Yeah. He was supposed to play Brad Pitt's character <gasps> in Thelma and Louise. Ugh. And Brad Pitt was going to play his character in Backdraft. I'm glad that worked out the way it worked out. But I think uh, the Baldwin had already signed on, so then he couldn't do Thelma and Louise. So then Brad Pitt took Thelma and Louise, and then he couldn't do Backdraft because he. Brad Pitt and Thelma and Louise huh? too. That's like you know, he was pretty good in that movie. Like, <laughs> and he even had some of his like little mannerisms that he's used out for the entire. You could see like his trajectory from that. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Cause like, star quality. Yeah. You can also see that he hasn't changed at all. <laughs> Still doing the exact same thing. And he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> have your thing and stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, one other hilarious thing about Backdraft, in the very start, um, where the apartment's about to blow up, I'm like, is that fucking David Crosby? Was and Laura goes, who's David Crosby? It's like, the old hippie on the street. And then in the credits... Old hippie, David Crosby. Hey! Of Crosby, Seals and Nash. <laughs> was in Backdraft. Did I you, don't know why. He's the one that recently said that Phoebe Bridges shouldn't be bring her, breaking her guitars on Saturday Night Live. And everyone said, shut up, old man! <laughs> <laughs> you don't really get it. They have a point. Um, 
I'll just go through the ones. I, this is one of the, the, the months I actually watched quite a few of the movies. So I'm and just going to give you a quick, a quick sort of... Is one of these in your top five? Yes. Ooh. But I'm not saying... The top five for the year, but I'm not saying which one. Okay, so One Good Cop, that had Michael Keaton in it. Uh, Michael Keaton was in just like every film <laughs> in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Like, and he plays this guy. It's a weird movie. It's like... um, It kind of plays out like a comedy, but then it's not. Like, um, he... He has a partner, Anthony Lepug, there that gets shot. And so he, and there's no mum, so he's got the three kids go to Michael Keaton for a little bit. Okay. And it's sort of a little bit like, what's he going to do? He hasn't got kids. He's a cop and oh, he's all right. gruff and all that stuff. And then, but then it's just really, really dramatic and like, they don't make light of anything. And I'm like, I don't know what sort of movie this is. Hmm. I loved it anyway. On Disney Star. Check it out. No. Um, also has one of the little kids is the, um, kid version of Phoebe Cates in Drop Dead Fred. Oh, right. Like, yeah, she, she's one of the kids in that. Um, Truly Madly Deeply with um, Alan Rickman. I love him. He's, he, he plays a... Well, he's dead in this. He plays a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, he's, um, and he sort of haunts his um, former wife. and um, In a nice way? Yeah, or, okay. yeah. <laughs> Alan Rickman can haunt me anyway. <laughs> in any way. Hello. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could do an Alan Rickman impression, but I can't. Um, but yeah, um, at one point, apparently he has a bunch of ghost friends and they come over and just watch horror movies in her house and she gets really annoyed and kicks them all out. It's kind of like, okay. it's, it's another one that's was like, it could have been like a funny sort of drop dead Freddy type sort of thing. But, it sounds but like it's just really different. sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, not too bad. Um, what about Bob? Hudson Hawk is fucking awful. And... I made a point of not watching it after you said that I should. It is. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it. it's basically Bruce Willis, I think, after Die Hard. I think it was Die Hard 2. Like, they just gave him a blank check and said, like, you can do whatever you want. And then they said, then they did this. And he's like, okay, we're going to take that blank check. And <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Um, yeah, it's not. Are you sure they didn't take the check back after Die Hard 2? Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. Um, Only Alone was great because it's got John Candy in it. And I could watch John Candy do anything and i've just found um a biography about him called um i think searching for candy it's really good did it's i also mention he's in career opportunities yeah he's yeah. he's in all he did a little, he did a lot of bit parts over this over this period sort of thing so um but yeah in this one it's like a romantic comedy but he yeah it's awesome in it. and yeah that's and i didn't bother with soap dish because it's trash so, so you watched all of those i did well done my god is it school holidays it was when i was watching it okay it was like the summer holidays so I was like, my my little uh, routine was I'd uh, get the kids that worked out, go and have breakfast, watch like half a movie, and then have a break, and then watch the other half of the movie in the afternoon. It's impressive. It's good. good. I liked it. And you managed to watch one film. I watched one film. <laughs> I watched some episodes. Oh. I did a few other things. Okay. I did some reading. I watched some uh, like trailers and things. So I watched the trailer for Soap Dish because I did remember watching that when I was a child. Yeah. Um, and the trailer made me not want to watch the whole movie, but um, it, it has Carrie Fisher in it, which I did it does. appreciate. And Whoopi and Robert Downey. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is mm-hmm. in Robert Downey's... Yeah, this is like when he was found sleeping on couches in people's like... Yeah, I've uh, seen yeah. a lot of the films I've gone to watch or thought about watching, he's considered for a role in it. Yeah. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> but then he then they just saw him like down the highway, like yeah. <laughs> moving in and out of traffic. All right, let's go on to TV. Uh, TV. So, so you watched some TV? I did. I um, 
paid for a subscription to a Ooh. television service that I'm not sure. I'm, no, you can say, say it. what it's, it's called. That's okay. fine. Disney. Disney. Yeah, cool. Plus. Yeah, Disney. Yep. I've done it for the month. We'll see how I go with it. Specifically, so that I could watch The Simpsons, and I was so excited because I wanted to watch it with my son. He's yeah. six, and then I watched an episode and said, "Yeah, no, this is M-rated and for good oh, reason." It's. I, I can't believe that I watched it at this age. Yeah. Religiously, what was on six o'clock every night on yep. Channel Ten. And I can't believe that. I've so had this the was same the War thing. of the Simpsons episode, yes, the comic yeah, book yeah, one. Yeah, oh my yeah. goodness. So let's talk about that. So this is an episode for that. Like, I never, like, I think this is where I get my uh, concept of drunkenness from, is when Hobo gets drunk at this party. Like, he is, yeah. he is a leery dude in this party. <laughs> <laughs> He's like saying, and then, like, what he does to Maud. Yeah. Um, oh, oh my yes. lord. It's, and like, that was, I mean, the ones at the bottom was something that me and my friends, like, joked about, like, for all of high school sort of thing. And it's like, that's where we learned it. It's like... And I'm not sure, like, you know how there's those Simpsons jokes that don't hit you till your later mm. years? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that one's going to hit me at some point where that means something that I didn't realise that it meant. Mm. It's... Like, it's, it says something I've, I've missed here. <laughs> I will say... Um, I, I do like the ones that they sort of tackle, like, real life. I mean, Homer and Marge, like, have a full-on argument fight. Like, probably one of the closer episodes that you think, like, you know... Obviously, they're, they're always going to work out in the end, but like you know, it was, it was a believable like. This yeah, but is... then the ending is completely ruins it. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, I oh, gave totally. away a fish, so I'm a perfect husband. Look at look at how great I am. And that's how it. Yeah. Mm. No, it, yeah. the bar is so low. Yeah. For him, it's terrible. Their their whole marriage was it was gaslighting. It was there was no respect there, and I know it's a, a, a and, and it's a children's but show. That's what's so harmful but, about it. Yeah, we yeah. we talked about one where so it's when Bart gets hit by a car, and Marge tells the truth in court, and Homer's like a train of thoughts going through his head, and he calls her like a it was like a venom venomous snake, yeah, lady, oh. treacherous snake lady or something like that, and I'm like. She did what she was supposed to do. Like that episode she was like the, the most right thing. It's the most problematic for me to watch. I was like, you, you're not a decent dude. Like you know, it's just it. It's really hard to watch sometimes in this. And it's funny now, like as you get older, and obviously you guys have kids, and you look at what is going to influence them, and like we think it's safe, and we grew up with it when it was fun. But you see people trying to cancel things now, like Pepe Le Pew. They're saying oh, he it's not ideal because he's years ago. a sex pest. And you don't know where that line is with people, reality and mm. fiction, like video games. Like, yeah, it's just, it's not real, but... Can you say that there that wasn't at least on? one, like, always one kid that went up to a girl in the schoolyard and started kissing her and, like, when she, if she said, like, no, he's like, nah, Pepe Le Pew says, like, it's like, you can still kiss up his arm and lot of stuff. It's like, that was like, Pepe Le Pew's thing was like, it's okay to basically just keep going. Yeah. If someone's, like, mm. visibly, like, telling you to stop. Yeah, basically. Um, having said all that, the the husband calling his wife king, king queen of the harpies <laughs> he is your crown your majesty <laughs> and it just uh, it just every time it just fucking cracks me up um but that's allowed because they're outside characters that we never hear from again do you want to hear so what so they were they were the third choice the first choice for the couple was mr burns and his um my order bride. Oh. The second choice was Mrs. Krabappel and her ex, Mr. Krabappel, would actually meet Mr. Krabappel. And that was tossed out. And then they, they said, like, let's just get these two people in. <laughs> Good but choice. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I wanted to see 
the male LeBron's <laughs> defense. No, that would have ruined his character as well. That's uh, um, first Nelson laugh ah. in that episode. So the first time we ever heard in the war one or the comic one. In the war one, and first um, snake appearance of the you know Where snake jailbird. Yeah, he's in it. Was he? Yes. Did I blink? He was invited to the party, to Bart's party. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like, is that, come on, Shoshana, let's roll. Yeah. <laughs> we used to say that a lot. I, I still say that far too often. Um, so in the um, three men in a comic book episode of Simpsons, um, we had the first appearance of um, comic book guy. Um, the first of Mrs. Glick, the old woman that part. Yeah. I helps don't. out and then gives him two quarters. Um, first appearance of Radioactive Man and Fallout Boy and also of Bartman. So And in my notes I just have Apu and a sad face. Yeah. So I haven't it's been a long time since I've seen The Simpsons. I forgot. Oh. And he's only in there just for for a second. Mm. But oh man. It's so problematic. We will talk about the yeah. the one with the where they went to the sushi restaurant. That mm-hmm. first episode, they all got Japanese actors to do this the Japanese characters. But then they're never going back for any subsequent episodes. Like every other episode of that, when they have like Japanese characters, they'll get Harry Shearer or um, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name um, to do it. So it's like, you did it for one episode. Surely you can just, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, it's, and like, I'm sure they're like, well, it's time and it's money and stuff, but like, fucking hell. Uh, we also, in Australia, we had the premiere of Degrassi High, which is something that I watched quite a lot. I do love. or did? <laughs> Did <laughs> if I could find it now, I would. I'm pretty sure it's on something. Maybe not the original ones, but um, that and Press Gang. It was my. I don't know Press Gang. We talked about Press Gang. Oh, I wasn't so that, listening. That was that was the English one about the students who run the newspaper, and it was amazing. Oh yeah, and you nerded out, and I checked out. Is Degrassi High the same as Degrassi Junior High? Yeah, that's this, it's the same universe. Yeah, okay. so. same universe. You can have Paul. your you can have your Marvel universe. I'll have my Degrassi universe. Okay. I was more into Heartbreak High. Yeah, the it's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jurassic is coming. Jurassic. <laughs> yes, I had posters of him on my walls. Yeah. <laughs> the, I was like, I, was, I remember asking my mum. I was like, can I get like an eyebrow ring? And she's like, no, because Jurassic had oh, an God. eyebrow ring. I can't, I can't picture it. That yeah. I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she said no because I'm one. It would have looked stupid. Two, it would have most certainly got infected. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and was, you would have got it caught on a million things. Oh. Uh, and I would, look, I've come to a part of my life where I can say, I'm not Jurassic. <laughs> I never Finally. will be. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, it takes it takes a while. Um, are you a Seinfeld fan? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. This is a few Seinfeld episodes. Um, Have you rewatched any recently? No, I haven't. I wanted to, but I... So you George. might not be a Seinfeld fan anymore. Well, George. <laughs> no, I have. We had um, the, a couple of disc box sets of okay. the CDs at home. So over the last probably decade, I have watched quite okay. a bit. Yes. Uh, the most famous episode for was the Chinese restaurant that yeah this that was one that takes all all, all takes place in a Chinese restaurant like waiting for a table. Um, it's probably like one of the most um iconic episodes of, mm. of the series i actually like the one that aired early in the month called the deal where jerry and elaine think that they can be friends and then have sex as well oh yeah nice. um because 
uh, yeah, Elaine like sort of puts an end to it, and it's like it was, it was one of the only times that Seinfeld ever bordered on like like feelings and like emotion. Like you actually like, I think they even went to like the uh, the the commercial without a laugh. You know how it's usually like, yeah. you go into commercial break. It was like it was actually silence because like Elaine broke it off, and then that, that was it. And it's like it's like oh, this is good. Like I like it. Should do more of it, but then. No. Such Just go back to being terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> Larry David has no feelings. He couldn't. No. Couldn't <laughs> I'm sure he probably fought that and said, like, no, nah, don't do it. But then, yeah. Um, so now, usually we do a segment called The Law and Order Minute. Mm-hmm. Where I uh, um, recount the Law and Order episodes of, this, of, the, of the month. There was no episodes this month. Ah. Oh. So you're gonna you miss out. You what don't get to. Do? You, <laughs> I can't recount anything else. Um, yeah, I was like looking. I was like, oh, why would you not have a Law and Order episode? It should be every month. Yeah, for a whole month. That's yeah. Wow. So sorry. Were the Olympics on or something? No, they weren't because I would have mentioned. Them. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently you were just going through soccer scores and you didn't realize that there was the, the Olympics were on. Um, so yeah, no Law and Order minute. I'm sorry. Ah, oh, devastated. Stop smiling. <laughs> Are you a Lauren Otter fan? I can't. Even say. SVU? No, no. Because most of the time now, like, if I ask someone's a Lauren Otter fan, they're like, yeah, I like SVU. And I'm like, SVU is the one I don't watch. Maybe you should. Everyone I tried. Else likes it. Yeah. There's not enough order in that. <laughs> Just all law. If I can, if I can law explain to you, um, please do. <laughs> a law and order episode needs like a part of the cops part. Should I start my watch? Shut up. Yeah. And then a part where you go into the courtroom, and they very rarely go to the courtroom in SVU or criminal intent, or watch, trial by jury, or Los Rock Angeles. The yes, these are all ones that have actually come out in the law and order universe. So yeah, so many universes today. Ah, oh, so much. So we will go right on to music. Cool. Should we do the charts? We should, because I didn't listen to anything that came out. Oh. Sorry about that. Awesome. <laughs> I was busy watching films and episodes and researching my sport. Did you have anything that you wanted to <laughs> about music? Uh, excuse me, a classic yeah. came out this month. Daryl Braithwaite's Horses. Oh, it did, and it was. That. It was. Let's. Well, we have to. Yeah, let's, 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 let's skip everything else. Let's <laughs> not worry about song. Kish. Shower song. Yeah. Is it? Have you never sung this song in the shower? You need to treat yourself. No, I only sing it when my dog and I run along the beach. Well, that's <laughs> as well. Well, that's what he's doing in the film clip. Yeah, exactly. He's just over. Because my dog is a tiny horse. Okay, it's the good bit. Come on. This song's going to skyrocket in Virginia now. I can't stop it. No, can't. Who here thought that was John Farnham as a child? Yeah, I could probably say. Yeah, I don't think I ever knew of anyone outside of John Farnham because that's what I just listened to all the time. So, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of it. Can you, can you think of another Daryl Braithwaite song? No, it didn't happen. No. no. So it probably was John Farnham. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Just fact-checking. Horses was by John Farnham, everybody. Um, we have a soccer club like at the back of us here. and um, Excuse me, sports is over. Someone 
they must have won something because they had a big party and I shit you not in one night they played that song four times nice. with one particular female in particular had the loudest voice I've ever heard <laughs> and I'm just like to be fair she was kind of in tune um, kind of yeah but she uh, yeah but that was um, yeah they, they really liked Daryl Braithwaite <laughs> Fair I don't think you have to love Daryl Braithwaite to appreciate that True. song. It's just, it's a classic. Yeah. We took our dogs out last night and there was a house down the street having a party. Well, there was a house down the street that had loud music and canopies out the back. I didn't see any people, any cars. And Toto's Africa was just like blaring. And Laura's like, I don't think there's much of a party. It's like, you don't need a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Africa's playing. That is your party. One guy in a tent sitting on like a plastic chair. Yep. <laughs> just like, yeah. In a Hawaiian shirt. Yep. Um, also on the Australian charts with the horses. The horses uh, was on there for Sorry, most of the month. Is it horses or the horses? The horses, horses, <laughs> the horsies. We also had Rat Cat with Tingles. I don't know how this was a single, and this Ooh. was like really, really popular. This is very different. It's good. Um, next month. We will see their bigger single, which is Don't Go Now. I don't know that either. You really don't know one. They both sound like they should be an intro for a TV show. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Rat Cat, yeah, apparently for like for uh, a year. Rat Cat. You never heard of Rat Cat? Have you heard of Rat Cat? I have. Yeah. Big Australian. They were there. They were were around for like about a a year, and then they're gone. Just gone. (laughs) Bye, Rat Cat. Uh, In America, we had unfortunately. From the same album, but they're not the same song of my favourite song, but it's... Uh, I have had this song in my head for days. Did you hear the other song on this album? Do you want to hear it? It's, let's, we should hear it. Yes, have you heard yes this before? I do. <laughs> I think that I really quick. Going so slowly. <laughs> Banger. <laughs> <laughs> Is this how um, you felt when I kept pulling out Days of Thunder? Yeah, pretty much. I've listened to all that Roxette album so much. Yeah. <laughs> really like Roxette. And we got a like from the German Roxette Society on Instagram. Wow. And I started following that. <laughs> I have to do a lot of unfollowing on this page. I don't know if they're even around anymore. Oh, the highs and lows of podcasting. Oh. At oh, least you've stopped calling them the rock ro- set. The ro- <laughs> I'm glad we've moved past that. Shh, get kicked out of the society. <laughs> oh, I want to do a rock set. Um, one, of my, one of my mates, we realized texting back and forth the other night that we have like encyclopedic uh, Billy Joel knowledge. <laughs> I'm this and close to saying we should do a podcast about Billy Joel. I thought you were going to say you moved on to Roxette now. No, no, no. Okay, no one replaces Billy. B- Will- BJM? William Martin Joel. That's right. Yeah. You're a Billy Joel fan? No, I'm not. Oh, no. get out. <laughs> um, no, because in September in, in Salisbury, there is the uh, Billy Joel Elton John uh, tribute concert. Oh, like coming up? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I can imagine. Front row. Um, also in America. Never heard the song before. Amy Grant, Baby Baby. 
Amy Grant. Does she Amy like Grant. A Christian singer, or am I mixing up something? Right? Yes, yeah, she does. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we also had Mariah with "I Don't Want to Cry" and "High Five, not the High Five, another High Five <laughs> called "I Like the Way." Um, so that was in the charts. Um, released the, the releases for May. Well, Big month. It was. It was. Yeah, it was right. Oh, I. I took down four that I wanted to listen to. <laughs> Look, I'm very busy at the moment, okay? Got a lot of sports to make note of. Two jobs. We had um, uh, Terminator X, which is another like uh, hip-hop group from the 90s. Really good if you get... Yeah, yeah. seriously, check Next. it out. Nope. Mm. Um, Huey Lewis and the News was still around and releasing albums. That was on my list. I wanted to try that out. Why? Uh, Ice T. <laughs> OG, original gangster. Check you it like out. that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elvis Costello released an album. Um, yeah, it was like fine. I don't know. It was all right. Favorite one of the album, of the of the releases, a band called Ned's Atomic Dustbin, and they had an album Terrible. that came out. And that's it's one one called Good Fodder. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Like like alternative, like um, but kind of dancey in a way. I liked it. Did you have any music ones that you sort of had a go? Like, Apart from horses. I revisited Mariah Carey because I was obsessed with her in the yeah. 90s, but that, I think a little bit after that, this release. So sort of the, um, was that like Music Box or yeah. Dream, you know, that Dream Lover Yeah. Song. Then there's um, apparently the Unplugged that she did. She did MTV Unplugged. Yeah. That was when she actually showed that she can do like the five ranges. Mm, five octaves. The five octaves and like everyone's... Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She's incredible. What? Yeah. Because I think... Ooh. Because Christina Aguilera was no one that could do. I don't know if she could do five octaves, but she got. Mm. She was pretty hard. Like, can't Mike Patton only do like three? Three's still, and he's good. Three's reasonable. Yeah, three. Mike Patton and Mariah Carey. No, that's what I'm saying. I thought okay. I heard Mike Patton could do three, and that was like apparently a big deal. Right. But apparently he's no. Banana Rama came out with a little CD. I wanted to listen to that. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Um, Primus came out. I hate Primus so much. I don't know why. I hate... Actually, no, I do know. Because you're a bass player. Yeah. So um, <laughs> everyone, when I was going to school, like they wanted to either play bass like Primus or like Flea from... They all wanted a slap bass and I couldn't play slap bass. So I just hated any funk slap bass um, popular band. So that's probably why. You know, Still can't do it. There's so many points. Sorry to interrupt your music. I've... Gone to mention a film we watched last night, mm-hmm. uh, Queen and Slim. What's that? It's basically Thelma and Louise, but like man and woman. Okay. Um, but like the racism I brought up before, I was going to mention it. Flea's in it. Ooh. It's, he's probably his best role I've ever seen him in. Not saying a lot, obviously. <laughs> What's the, is it streaming or? Um, we got it off Google Play. It was okay, I think cool. It was five or six dollars. I watched a movie actually. Um, it was called the. Kid Detective had Adam Brody in it, and um, it's about a kid that used to like solve crimes in his little town. And then, back when he was like 13, 14, and then he's like, they show him now, and he's still trying to be a projector, but he's just really bad at it. But it's, it's, it's another one, it's like, it's kind of funny. Is it newish? But, yeah, it's newish, yeah, it's like okay. this year. It's kind of funny, but it's also, I don't know, there's some like real full on bits in it too. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know how to feel, <laughs> but yeah, I dug it. Um, rounding off, we also had this. <sighs> It's the worst thing about football. Sorry? (laughs) I can't hear because I'm at my school's gym drinking cordial. (laughs) 
trying to get girls to dance with me. <laughs> this is my 1991. You and me? No? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you should make that your ringtone. <laughs> I don't think any 38-year-old man should be walking around with unbelievable. <laughs> Just like... Oh, someone's calling me. Uh, let's talk about the Smashing Pumpkins. Finally. Now, they came, they came out with um, Gish. Gish. Um, every song sounds the same on this album, <laughs> apart from like all the all the, the the distorted ones, like the the rocking ones. Sound they have the same type sort of thing going through them. Um, I can't even remember what is on here. Is was that their first one? The very first one, yeah, yeah the purple one. Um, the more I've heard it's got about Seven Rhinoceros, what are you talking about? Uh, the more I've heard about Billy Corgan over the years too, I'm just like, you know, he's not done anything like heinous, but like. He just seems so bitter all the time. I did I hear that why. he completely redid Darcy's and James Ear's guitar and bass for this mm. album. Like they they did it, they recorded it, and he came in and was like, "Now." That's how he talks in real life, by the way. <laughs> and that's why yeah. he did, that's why he deserved all the royalties. <laughs> yeah, the lion's share of the royalties. Yeah, no. Nah, so he um. Yeah, that's and apparently in Siamese Dream, um, and he's just like a, he's just a real crotchety old dude. Like, um, someone made a diss track about him, like at that time, someone sort of gave him Ooh. shit. I can't remember who it was, but I'll come back with it. Um, but yeah, he's there's a lot of stories about Billy Corgan and how difficult he was to be around, and like, yeah, because um, he was with Courtney briefly, wasn't he? Yeah, like she was grooming him to be that rock star type, and he was a bit of a diva. Yeah, and became more of a diva, I think, after. Yeah, started. and the thing is, like, I really like Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Like, that was a mm. really historic sort of album to me, still is. But like, and I was tried to like, you know, when you're like, I don't want to hear your dickness in this <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm listening to yeah. this, but like, it's hard. Um. And... De La Soul. Did you listen? I love De La Soul, but you can't actually get their music on streaming. Like oh. they're not, they're not. Um, I had to listen to it through YouTube. I also found an awesome documentary about De La Soul that you oh. should, everyone should watch. It's awesome. Um, yeah, and then uh, NWA came out with another one. That was um, <laughs> I was playing it as I was playing Xbox the other day. Cause that's how I usually listen to like, these playlists and stuff. And my kids came in. I was like, well, listen to me, where's it going to have to run? <laughs> I'm like, trying to like, just, no, 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 don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. Don't say that word, ever. That's an adult word. That's an adult word. And also, that's a word you should never say, <laughs> ever. Um, so, yeah, uh, apart from that, yeah. Uh, have you got any music news? I don't. Oh. Do you? I do. Oh. Um, not a fun one. Is it you just going through the charts, like going through sports scores? <laughs> oh, so you can just go through random results. I can't continue. A Georgia judge dismisses a wrongful death lawsuit versus Ozzy Osbourne hmm. over a boy's attempted suicide. It was the time, yeah, for like the Judas Priest to, thing. Yeah, like my, <laughs> we went uh, watching what our son was doing and and doing to himself. So we're going to blame. The music he's listening to. That we let him listen to and gave him money to buy. Yeah. And this uh, is 91. Like, it's not that easy to go out and get 
that's expensive. Music, like, you, mm. yeah, you need money and a way to get to the shop and well, you, something unless to play you can get on. to the library and borrow the cassette. <laughs> Who goes to the library? Me, a lot. <laughs> no, did you? Yeah, I used to borrow tapes from the library and then copy them. Yeah, <gasps> that's how you do it. Yeah. Scandalous. I also used to ring up radio stations and request songs and did it work? Call them, yeah. And I was <laughs> like, even on the radio a few times. Really? Wow. Triple M when it was uh, before it was Adelaide's rock station. It was uh, just a generic. What were you on the radio for? Uh, I would just ring up requesting random songs, and I rang up once and requested something, and they said, "Oh, do you want to go on the radio and request a different song?" <laughs> So I said, sure. And then they recorded me. I think I was 10 or 11 and um, it was Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I had no idea what the song or who Nirvana was. Right. So I said, oh, wow. sure, sure. What, what was the name of that song again? And I had to write it down. And then so then I was on the radio requesting Smells Like Teen Spirit. And then I taped it, of course, because hello. Yeah, was, yeah, I was yeah. on the radio and then it became my favorite song. And that was the first time I ever heard Nirvana. And then that was it. Wow. That's amazing. So Triple M started your Nirvana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of would have loved you to have said it wrong. Like, this is smells like. Yeah, it smells like Nirvana. <laughs> it smells yes. like Ten Spirit. I don't know. Yeah, they yeah. said something. It smells like Four X Gold. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I remember. Um, tr- I mean, because uh, you'd sit there at night and record the top twenty, like onto tape sort of thing. But then, like, you'd have your pause button ready, so like the mm-hmm. DJ wouldn't like talk over the top of it. It's like, can you not? Fucking and talk? nowadays, like, they talk into the end of the song and cut it short, or like. Mm-hmm talk through the intro oh man well, i had so many compilation tapes because you know you've got the two cassettes what are you, bits in the the deck yeah I know what you call that then you could mix them up and edit yep. make your own mixtapes and so there would always be the, the the very beginning or the very end of the song would be missing yeah um, have you made a mixtape recently not recently no well you did you used to give them as gifts oh yeah <sighs> and then years later then it was cds yeah of course but no nothing beats a mixtape there are still songs to this day that i when I, I listen to it again, I might get halfway through a point of the song and in my brain, the song just ends and it's because <laughs> the tapes run out from a mixtape yep. from many years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, I remember this is, like even watching Empire Strikes Back, I actually know where the commercial breaks were because I used to just, I didn't have like, I had my, my taped yeah. off TV copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, set up in your bedroom. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is where the commercial would be. It's mm-hmm. like, it split it up like that. It's like, we we pretty good at like pausing and re-recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose you could do like a, a Spotify playlist now, but like that's not. It's as, not the same. Yeah, you put some work. Like doing a tape is like work. Like you mm-hmm. gotta. We had a um 1991 BMW a while ago. Like not a nice yep. one. Like a well 1991, and it had a cassette player in it. And I forgot. Well, I didn't realize there was a shortcut to making mixtapes. So I was doing the same thing. Like song by song recording yeah. onto this tape and after making about four I was like oh fuck's sake you can make a mix CD and then record that straight onto the tape mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. what you do these days we can do yeah. it back then no, to, I, yeah. I spent like four hours making mixed tapes because I was getting like different albums and like recording mm-hmm. it onto the cassette before it hit me would you then do like little artistic things on like the insert in the oh, tapes yeah, yeah yeah and do white yeah. out on the tape yeah 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 oh and tapes that had just like layers and layers Tape the tab out so like tab. you can never like um tape over it accidentally. Oh yeah, yeah. Good times. 
Let's end it on a nostalgia note. That's really good. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Come back again anytime. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can go call. <laughs> call in. Call in. You can email can us at livingthepastpod at gmail.com. You can check out us on Instagram. You can check us out on a site called letterboxd.com following Petey Lumsden. That's check out the movies that we've been looking at. Um, check out Paul's ratings because they're not where they should be. You can comment on Paul's reviews. You can comment on it if you want. You can be I wrong. Do. It's fine. Um, you can check us out on Spotify. We've got playlists for all the months of 1991 that we've done so far, plus the best of 1990. And yeah. I also, I don't know where people listen to other than Spotify these days. Mm-hmm. Everyone says, like, if you listen to a podcast, like, like it, review it, share it. Is that even possible on Spotify? No, not on Spotify, no. You have to go to Apple. To so stop listening to us on Spotify. Go sign up to <laughs> Apple. Likers and reviewers and tell everyone how great it is. Yeah, if you just like look, if you want to do that, it's fine. I'm not. I'm. I'm pretty like. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we got our people. We got our people. We got our core audience. I'm. I'm happy. Um. So thank you so much, Danny, for um Thanks, coming Danny. on. And yeah, come back anytime, and thank I'll you. see the rest of you later. Bye. 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 Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Relax.